Welcome to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS podcast, where Jonathan Denwood interviews the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS. This is episode 892. Um, we've got a great interview here. We've got Graham Hoffman, he's the managing director, the CEO of Buddy Boss. We're going to be talking about all things Buddy Boss. We're going to be talking about Buddy Boss plans in the world of AI, um, how community um, building a competitor to some major SaaS um, community based products, what it's like, what are the advantages of building something in WordPress. And the disadvantages it should be a great discussion so graham um maybe you can give us a 10 20 second um pitch about yourself and what you do at buddy boss sure well first of all thank you for inviting me on i'm very excited been a fan for a long time as well our first date i'm not the ceo before tom kills me tom is still the ceo but i, I have taken place of managing director at buddy boss uh, my journey, uh, I've been a customer of BuddyBoss and uh, a user of BuddyPress prior to that for, for many years now, since 2016. Uh, we began working at BuddyBoss in their support team, moved over to success, the product, and then more recently, managing director. Obviously, BuddyBoss is the, the social networking tool building for communities on WordPress. And as someone who has used the tool for many years, loved it, I am very privileged to now be working here. Yeah, I think because you're from England and that, I don't know, they should call you vice president. <laughs> well, originally it was general manager. And yeah. we talked about it for about a about a year in advance. We'd been planning this. And I said, can we just change general manager to managing director? Because in the UK, a, a general manager would be more like something of a, a franchise or a pizzeria. And I was just getting flashbacks of back in college of the general manager of my pizza shop when I was working there. So, uh, yeah, yeah, very different depending on where you are. Yep. And I've got my co-host, Kurt. Kurt, would you like to introduce yourself? Absolutely. Uh, I'm very pleased to say that we have something in sim similar there, Graham. I managed a pizza shop when I was in high school. <laughs> the, the Riviera d'Italia. Big shout out to them in Philadelphia. But um, I'm Kurt Von Annen, and I run a company called Manana Nomas. I work primarily with membership learning websites and then directly with WP Tonic. That's great. Like I say, in this discussion, we're going to be talking all about Buddy Boss, what's its plans, what's 2023 been like. It should be a great discussion. But before we go into the meat and potatoes, I've got a couple of messages from our major sponsors. We will be back in a few moments, folks. Tired of hosting providers that can't handle high traffic loads? Convesio is here to help. Our platform can handle any amount of traffic all without slowdown or crashing. With immediate Slack support, performance optimization, and a team that thrives on resolving technical challenges, your e-commerce business is in safe hands. Learn more about Convesio at Convesio.com. Are you looking for ways to make your content more engaging? Sensei LMS by Automatic is the original WordPress solution for creating and selling online courses. Sensei's new interactive blocks can be added to any WordPress page or post. For example, 
Interactive videos let you pause videos and display quizzes, lead generation forms, surveys, and more. For a 20% off discount for the tribe, just use the code WPTONIC, all one word, when checking out and give Sensei a try today. We're coming back, folks. Also, I want to point out we've got a sponsor of the month for December, and that's Andy. That's Omisend. Omisend is an SMS text messaging plugin for WordPress. They've got a great history with Shopify, but they saw the light and they thought they would try and build a presence in WordPress. It's a fabulous um, plugin. They've also got a great special offer. To get the special offer and other offers and a curated list of the best WordPress plugins and services, to get all these goodies, all you have to do is go over to wp-tonic.com slash deals, wp-tonic.com slash deals, and you'll find all the goodies there and the discounts. What more could you ask for? Probably quite a lot, but that's all you're going to get from here. So, sorry to disappoint, but that's life, isn't it? Um, so, um, so, let's go into it, Graham. So, maybe you can give um, an outline of the evolution of Buddy Boss and, in your own mind, what is the problem it tries to solve for people? Sure. Well, I know a few weeks ago you did a, a recap on on Buddy Boss, but I'll, I'll keep it brief for for those who haven't caught that show, and I highly recommend it. And um, thank you so much for all the positive praise you gave us back then. Um, you can Buddy, send you can send the check in the yeah. new era. <laughs> well, I saw Tom was watching and, and left a a wave as well in on the recording. Uh, Buddy Boss started uh, working and creating BuddyPress themes uh, back uh, many years ago now. Uh, Buddy Boss as a company has been around for 12, 13 years. And essentially, it was development based on making themes. And over the years, they picked up a lot of client work. They also started doing a lot of mobile client work under the umbrella of App Boss. And coming up to 2019, they kept finding that customers were having the same problems, same issues with functionality. And ultimately, it led to, after a lot of back and forth with Buddy Press, but Buddy Boss fought Buddy Press and decided to build all of the stuff that we've been doing for clients into an all-in-one product and essentially say, right, at least now we can control the roadmap and, and push forward with um, our practices and forward and, and, and going forward with this way. So that was 2019, Buddy Boss platform launched. At that time as a customer, as I say, I was, I was using Buddy Press. I had Boss Theme and I had my own mobile app actually at the time. I, I built a Ionic mobile app on Buddy Press and I switched all over in 2019 when we launched the platform. And um, obviously, that was kind of in a good timeline because COVID hit at the end of the year um, towards 2020 then. And we've seen incredible growth and incredible success from our customers. And we've continued to innovate, add new features, add more functionality, hit a lot of the requests from our customers. Uh, and, you know, going into this year, we've had probably our best year yet in terms of how much we've added into the product and how much better the product has got. 2021, we released our native mobile app, which was not a requirement, just a, an additional um, functionality for those customers that already had a thriving community, but were really heavy on wanting our, a mobile app. And we built a very clever and smart um, app building machine, essentially, to take your Buddy Boss installation on WordPress 
take it up to the cloud, compile it, and deliver your a native app experience for your users. So that again launched in twenty one, uh, and now so it's coming up to just two years nearly. That I'm coming up to our third year now, uh, as we go into twenty twenty four. And the main thing here is, what are we trying to do? Well, we're trying to provide a, a social engaging platform for you and your business, for your memberships, for your e-learning courses, environments like that. Uh, learning management systems are a, a large bulk of our customer base, so those who are integrated with LearnDash or with Lifter, for example, or as of announced this week, we've just released our Tutor LMS integration. Um, this is the perfect way to combine e-learning with social. And, and let's really be honest, that is definitely some of the best ways to hold your students accountable and to show success of your pupils is that social accountability and social proof of people going through courses rather than what we find with a lot of people is you buy a course, you get halfway through and you don't quite complete it and there's no push for there or it's hard to engage with your instructor. And, and this is where uh, adding social functionality to your site works really well. Uh, and of course, you know, from my own experience, I came from community building. I didn't have an e-learning background. I built a community that were not allowed to be on mainstream social networks. And again, owning my own responsibility, hosting my own data, uh, and essentially being a place there for a safe haven for my community where mainstream social networks like Facebook or X, uh, it was not acceptable. Yeah, I think you've done a fantastic job. I, I just don't think um, some people, but obviously not from a kind of developer WordPress app background, understand. Um, I've always heaped praise on Buddy Boss because of the ambition of trying to build an app off WordPress. And I have not an active developer now, but I, I have the... Um, limited capacity to understand the technical hurdles and the ambition of that project. Um, so I give a lot of credos for trying to do something that's not easy. Um, yeah, I mean, so I actually started the week of the app launch. Prior to that, being a customer, I bought my apps in, in the pre-launch uh, the, the year before. Um, and I had experience with another app builder and I'd been experimenting with PWAs prior to working at Buddy Boss as well. Um, and my first experience with the app builder kind of blew me away. All right. And, and I had to explain to the support team, right? I walked into the company, got 50 support people. This is what the app does. The week of launch, showing them it all. Um, and within two days, I showed them how we could build an app in less than an hour. Like that is unheard of. Um, but it's not just how quickly we do it. It's some of the most complicated steps when you are not a developer, like building your certificates or your provisioning profiles, right? These are words that most people won't understand or need to understand. BuddyBus does it all for you. Um, so yeah, it's an incredibly powerful tool the team have built. It's taken many years of development. You know, we go back to pre-2019 when under AppBoss they were building apps. You know, they were building it one-on-one -on -one as a, for customers and I actually engaged with Buddy Boss back in 2018 or 2019 about an app. And they were like, it's going to cost you a minimum of $40,000. And now we fast forward to 2021 and you can get your app for $2,000. Sure, it's per year, but that includes maintenance, includes updates, includes future functionality. Um, so it makes apps a lot more accessible 
Sure, you may not have every bit of functionality because it has to be built across the board. There's a lot of functionality and a lot of customization in there, and we will continue to expand upon that. But the the underlying technology is incredibly impressive. As someone who's not a developer as well, so I'm purely an end user. Um, I was blown away. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Over to you, Kurt. I was just listening to Graham talk about the timeline, and I got to say, it caught me off guard. I hadn't realized... It just seems like through our use and through our daily work that it's been around a lot longer than 2019. Like you said, 2019, I'm like, I was still working at Suzuki in 2018. <laughs> yeah, pl- platform 2019, we'll have our fifth year anniversary next year. So it is pretty crazy how far Buddy Boss has, has gone and changed um, since that launch of the platform. And, and the launch of the platform has definitely been a, a turning point for Buddy Boss. You know, prior to that, you're a theme developer and a plugin developer of, you know, Buddy Boss had four or five themes, four or five smaller plugins. So then essentially now just have our flagship of platform, app, and theme. So with, with five years in, you know, you've had a chance to see your users and get feedback from your users and stuff. What do you think is like on a regular basis, what are people... Uh, facing or trying to really accomplish in building their communities in your platform? Like, yeah, I'm stumbling over this question, but it, it's what are some of the challenges that they're overcoming and then how are they achieving these successes? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think with all of these, one of the biggest things I will say is our product changes lives. And we're not just talking the business owner, right? The business owners that have thriving businesses is um, always amazing to read, but it's also the tens, hundreds, thousands of users they've got where they've changed their lives, whether it's having a community that you feel safe in or having doing a course that helps you change your career, feel better about yourself, especially with all the, the health and well-being with, with COVID now. You know, our product changes people's lives. Uh, and, you know, building a business is always hard. Building a social network is also extremely hard, right? The amount of people, and again, it took me a long time to get traction with my own community. You it's not like you just launch a social network and that's it. It's going to take off, right? You're, you're always fighting for traction. You're always fighting for engagement. Um, we will constantly add features and tools to enhance that. But it also comes down to you as the business owner, your team, create engaging content and provide value, right? The tools can only take you so far. It's the value that you as a team are, are going to contribute that gets that. And I think that's the same if you're doing a social network, if you're doing a membership, if you're doing courses for like an e-learning site, it's the value is the most important thing. Uh, and we just are a tool to help facilitate, deliver that value uh, and help, um, you know, grow businesses and grow communities. Nice. What, what do you think as a follow-up to that? What's, what are like some common stumbles that new customers might have coming to the platform? Like how should they be better prepared? Yeah, I think one of the first things is to realize your community or your site is never finished. The amount of customers, especially when we when we launched the app and you know, at that time I was in support and I went to customer success and I spent tens of hundreds of hours with people on calls, you know, one week I had 40 hours just on customer calls. And the oh amount God. of time they were, you said that Oh my good problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, you know what? I'm gonna take a call every hour of a day with a customer and start working through this. Um, How was your family life after that, Graham? Well, it, did, you, still, did you need family? Did you, I hope the company bought you some free therapy after that experience. 
let's just say I make the benefit of working from home to balance the family life. <laughs> and, and prior to Buddy Boss, I worked in London. So I was doing two hour commutes each way. So I was like, ah, the extra hours at home, at least I'm at home. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely been trying times and, and people at work always laugh. We have a, a lot of dedicated people that seem to be around day and night. Uh, but we're going back to these like stumbling blocks. The amount of people that feel like I just need one more functionality, I need one more feature, I need one more thing for engagement or one more thing for um, for bringing new people in. People expect change. People expect evolution. None of these businesses have been built in a day. Changing one thing is not going to change your business. It's not going to change your engagement. So I always say with this, and same thing for the app, when, when customers were trying to do specific stuff in the app, I just said, just launch. Launch, get in front of your customers. Listen to their feedback and iterate on the feedback there and and again change over time go facebook it's not what it is today that it was five years ago and what it was nine years ago you know it's changed tremendously every social network has changed and a lot of that is built on data dip data driven metrics which is very hard in buddy boss i'll admit that one up front and we can talk about that as we talk about ai um but again getting actual user feedback um and again ourselves our roadmap we all say it's agile there's a lot in our roadmap that's been there for a long time because we've not prioritized it because we're listening to the customer feedback we're listening to the data and we're saying hang on a minute this one's going to have most impact for people and so being agile and being able to just move forward is normally the the biggest thing holding people back you don't need 75 or 150 plugins to, to achieve that functionality right there's never going to be a solid block just just start minimum launch and then expand like that thanks um jonathan over to you so how you're kind of pre you know i'm consistently preaching that through my other podcast um and the the consultations i have with possible clients the wp tonic um you're you're in a death fight with mighty networks aren't you you know you, you've got circle as well and i know kajabi are entering this market to some extent they bought a startup and they're integrating yeah, that fiber, isn't it yeah i don't know how far i get mixed reports about how effective the integration i don't know what their commitment is to it i would um but your main your, you know, because I had a mighty network expert on my other show last yes, week, yes. um, and I thought I was very diplomatic in that. Okay. She was a charming, she was a charming lady, and up and she, I was very appreciative that she agreed to come in with the devil. Um, <laughs> but um, you are in a death fight with mighty networks. So, how? What do you think? And I think a lot. A lot of WordPress solutions and plugins, they focus on other plugins as competitors for understandable reasons. But a lot of the time, they're real competitors of SaaS products. Yeah, absolutely. So how? what do you think Buddy Boss strengths are compared to a, your leading SaaS competitor, Mighty Networks? Yeah, sure. I mean, Mighty Networks, incredible company. Um, with a, a brilliant tool for for what it needs to be and for the for the market, 
we have to remember, you know, that company had 50 million in funding, all right, in investments. You know, it's a huge a company that had a huge investments. And if you consider that to the size of the customer base, we're bigger than them, which is crazy to think. Wow. Um, That's yeah, a noticing achievement, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Kajabi and Teachable on the other side, they're, they're BMFs in the, in the size of there. But um, again, it's, yes, we lose some customers to Mighty Networks or to Circle and, and customers go there. But equally, we get a lot of customers coming back. Uh, what was interesting when we launched the app, the amount of customers that came to us who had never used WordPress before and said, I wanted an app. I saw what BuddyBoss does. I've never used WordPress. Can you help me teach? Can you teach me WordPress? Because I'm struggling with the actual WordPress before we even think about building the app. Um, so again, the power of WordPress, right? It's ultimate customization. Anyone can do anything and you can hire a developer and make as much customization as you want to. You're not stuck on, on someone else's land, right? So that's really the, the biggest thing that a lot of people need to realize is, again, you own the land there. You're not dependent on development. Sure, customers are dependent on us for development. There's nothing to stop you go customize it or get a developer in to build a plugin or, again, in the 250-plus integrations that extend the product that we work well with and, and have worked with BuddyBoss. So I think the, the, main, the main one there is it's having more power over your environment, also owning your data. You could take your data from one place to another without any reliance on there. Um, one of the customers, uh, and I did, I actually did client work prior to working at BuddyBoss for a customer who moved to Mighty Networks to BuddyBoss. You know, um, it's a huge cost saving for them. Mighty Networks is, is cheap when you're on the lower end. As you start scaling, things start adding up. If you want the app, you're talking, I think the last I heard is $30,000, $35,000 if you want the app. And so, yeah, there's a lot of perks to being on a network or, or, or anything on WordPress. There's a huge amount of power there and flexibility. Of course, the, the issues with WordPress, and it, again, it's not BuddyBoss's WordPress as a whole. It's that you need to have knowledge of WordPress. You spend a lot of time in the business itself in, in terms of building and getting things prepared and updating your plugins and doing your maintenance and all of the stuff that comes with running your own environment as opposed to with Mighty Networks. Or yeah, I, or think, I think a lot of people, when they get to a certain size, you know, having the pro, you know, I know you, you, I won't hold this against you because it's just business. You have you you just launched a special kind of partnership with a hosting provider at WP Tonic. We're hosting provider yes. as well, but that's just life, you know. I won't hold it. I still send you a Christmas card. But I think the main thing is people. Um, if you if you're starting off, you got. You know, you got to keep your costs under. You got to keep your costs under control at any stage. But what I mean is, you get all these benefits, but you got to be realistic. You know, Buddy Boss is a powerful but a, a demanding resource platform because it does so Definitely. much. So it needs a lot. Your normal GoDaddy shared hosting account will not will not do the job. Your, your mid-range even your mid-range e-commerce account probably won't do the job um um depending on on how many students interaction and the type of interaction so quality hosting but then now having a staging site um if you're if you're taking people's money you update things on the staging site first 
just to check and then you update on your production um you just have some systems in place and i think and some control over what functionality you're going to introduce. Um, a lot of the problems are removed if you have the right attitude and you have the right systems. Would you agree with that, Grain? 100%. Couldn't agree more. Um, again, the barrier to entry for BuddyBoss or any of these kind of premium solutions is, yes, maybe there's a bit more of an up cost. Ongoing is cheaper. Having the right setup to begin with is important. Hosting is so vital for BuddyBoss, like it is for most of the LMSs. Um, anything with dynamic content with a lot of users, um, it's resourceful for a reason. You've got a lot of engagement happening. The more engagement you have, the more resources you'll need. Uh, we are working uh, quite a lot at the moment on performance and stability, and that's on the app and the web. And we're looking at ways to cut down the amount of requests, which is basically what's happening when there's an engagement, to improve performance. But again, like you say, this is not the $5 hosting, $5 hosting platform, right? This is going to require uh, a setup. It doesn't need to be crazily expensive to start with, but you should know if you start running into slowdowns and issues, it's a good thing. It means there's more engagement and therefore- You need to up to it. Up it, exactly. And I wasn't going to talk about hosting, but you're 100% right. Yes, we've, we've recently um, produced our hosting solution. Um, and that's because, again, it's hard to host dynamic content. And I know you guys are doing an incredible job. And again, we've spoken to customers that are on you. And um, I think that's it. If you've got the right person, and we've got people in the Buddy Boss Facebook group who specialize in hosting, and I will always recommend people like that who know what they're doing to to host a dynamic site because it's not static content. Yeah, it's not. I'm amazed though because it's not jet science either because a lot of it, it is switching off caching having a backbone where you've got the caching removed you don't have it in operation on the back end you you, you customize it so caching might operate on the some of the front end pages but you don't and you just have enough php workers um it's not jet science but i think even the more quality general hosting providers um you know there's there's about three or four that i would consider um they they will try and help you, but their model relies on a lot of catching and you're just a small client to them. And so they try and be helpful, but caching always comes back. It's like a it's like a oh no, I'm not gonna go there. It's like a disease <laughs> that comes back. Uh, um, uh, um, so but you're right. right. The minute you move caching, you need more PHP workers for requests. Most of these hosting companies are built where caching is where essentially they get to serve the resources with minimal f- footprint, which is where they make it. And it works great, doesn't it? For the uh... for static sites, that's a perfect solution. Yeah, absolutely. It's when you want to refresh someone's messages at the moment there. Um, that's when you get problems, or when you want to post an activity feed, or you know, go to a group. That's there. but when you need to have more PHP workers, more CPU processing power. Um, Yep. So um, before I throw it over to Kirk, got one other quick follow through question. So, how in your own mind do you deal with something I've been that's I've been continuously thinking, not off and on because I don't have many faults, Graham. Uh, um, uh, um, how do you 
how do you control the madness of WordPress? What I mean is all the benefits which you outlined at the beginning of flexibility, ownership. But you've got all these plugins and people can really do a big dive. So they've got all these options, which is great. Options are great. Um, other people in WordPress have dealt with it by having what I call a wall garden. And a, wall gar- a WordPress wall garden is worse than going to Mighty Networks, in my mind, because you've got the restrictions of Mighty Networks, but then you've got the hosting and the setup and all the other things you've got to do on WordPress. So you've got the combination of, bu- of both worse elements. You have you lost the flexibility of WordPress. We got the overhand of WordPress. So, how do you avoid a wall garden WordPress environment? Yeah, I and mean, also deal with. I would. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Because yeah, absolutely. You know, internally, this is ongoing discussion for yourself. Yeah, it's actually really interesting because I've had a lot of meetings today about our plans next year, and I think one of the the most important things at Buddy Boss we need to focus more on. And some of what we're discussing quite a lot today is that first user's experience. We've seen a lot of plugins recently add really nice setup wizards. Uh, I know you spoke about it uh, probably a month or two ago now about the Ollie theme with their setup wizard and the the plugin for onboarding. Um, for us, it's again, there's a lot of configuration, a lot of options, and we keep adding more because we want to increase that functionality. There, there will We have to address how we handle the setups obviously we have what we would say is our default settings but if you're already using the feature we keep your settings as they are and it's around how we train users to set up and have the best experience on there it is difficult when a product like this you know the amount of customers who have been with us for six months and go oh i didn't even know that setting was was there i didn't even know about profile types for example as as a customer you know a year into it um we provide as much documentation. We've got you know 1,600 articles. That's far more than you want to read in a sitting. Um, and we produce high-depth videos every single time we have new features. But it is a constant challenge. On top of all the WordPress changes and every integration has hook-in options on there. Um, it, there's no easy answer, but I agree with you. You don't want to wall in the customers and, and start locking them behind functionality. It must be very tempting for you to try and do that, but... It must be a consistent discussion yeah, so- in the company. I think our listeners to this have have the reason why I bring it up. This is more focused at the WordPress power user and professional. This particular yeah. podcast, so I think it's a consistent discussion they're having as well. So is it is it something you're always discussing in your own company? Yeah, completely all the time. I mean, whenever we're scoping a new feature, we always have to look at what's the default setting. Or what's the customer got now? And one of the things that, you know, would be lovely to do is just, you know, sunset features that aren't in use. But we're very hesitant to change anything that's already there. So whenever we're adding a new feature, we're always weighing up like, how's this changing the existing experience? Are we going to be removing anything away from the product? Because we don't want to remove something that's in use, even if it's in a small use case. So it's a constant back and forth. And I fully encourage any conversations with people who are using Buddy Boss if they have uh, questions around integrations or around settings I, again there's no pretty answer uh, especially when it comes to developers we do our best to try to keep that open dialogue we have a slack channel for, for developers 
just to make sure we're up to date with the latest hook changes or functions or on the app side requesting hooks you know because on the app development you don't get the source code you have to request hooks if you need new additions um but it, it is a challenge uh, especially as we step further away from the original buddy press code and, and into our own code base you know those previous integrations will now not work so we have to communicate back and forth um which is again it's very hard with trying to still keep momentum and cadence with customers with releases but not having that knock-on effect to all the custom development that may have happened whether it's just by one person or by a plugin author who's selling a plugin that we're now damaging the reputation of all right over to you kurt well now i almost feel bad to ask my question graham shoot go for it like talking about new features and then just launch and don't worry about the features and my question yeah I'm sorry to interrupt, um, but I think it's best that we go for our break. So I want to give Kurt plenty of time and he have sub-questions. And we're up. We probably are up to the 30 minute. I'm sorry about that, Kurt. I, I didn't look at the clock. But um, I cut him in mid. But he will be back with his question and follow a few questions. I think we're going to go for our break, folks. And when we come back, um, I'll throw it over to Kirk. We will be back in a few moments, folks. This podcast episode is brought to you by Lifter LMS, the leading learning management system solution for WordPress. If you or your client are creating any kind of online course, training-based membership website, or any type of e-learning project, Lifter LMS is the most secure, stable, well-supported solution on the market. Go to lifterlms.com and save 20% at checkout with coupon code PODCAST20. That's PODCAST20. Enjoy the rest of your show. Well, coming back, folks, I rudely interrupted my co-host, but I didn't do it on purpose, but I just realized I'd rambled on chatting with Graham and we hit the 30 mark and we needed our other spot for our sponsors. And I've got another sponsor for December. I've got Cloudways. Cloudways, you probably know them another host, a great hosting provider, and they've got a great special offer. Um, they're offering 30% off for four months and free migrations as well. Um, if that's interesting, go over to the WP Tonic slash deals, wp-tonic.com slash deals, and you'll find more information there about that offer as well and a load of other offers. What more could you ask for? Uh, sorry about that, Kirk. Back over to you. Oh, it's all good. I can get my mojo back. So I'm at both shows now. <laughs> I was kind of thinking of it from my question from, from an agency perspective is you have this customer. They want this really cool social website. You know, that the whole decentralized social is a thing. That's why there's things like Patreon and locals and because you don't want to get censored off of Facebook when you're running a five-day challenge. You know, is it doesn't work, right? So you have your own platform. And then you have these clients, to your point, that are like, oh, I wish it did this or plugged into that or did this other thing or, or whatever. And on one hand, you're like, this thing is so amazing. It does so many cool things. It sounds like Jonathan's commercial. What else could you ask for? <laughs> right? Um, so I'm going to ask, with the new year coming... What are some new features or anything that's in development that you might be able to share with us? Sure, absolutely. Um, 
there are some things I can share. I'll, I'll kind of just talk about the start of this year and about what we did this year. So obviously, um, as I said, I uh, became the managing director this year and prior to that, I was working with the product team. So that's our main development team. Uh, one of the things that had been very much stacking the product team and caused a lot of firefighting, a lot of inefficiency was the amount of bugs that we'd accumulated over many years. And so we spent essentially the first six months of this year just bug fixing. Um, and we're talking, you know, over 2,000 bugs that the, across products of our platform, Platform Pro, Theme, um, and the app side. So across five products in, in total there. And so we spent the first half of the year essentially bug fixing. And the goal here was always to add at least one feature or one enhancement every single month. Oh, and we did that. Um, so again, it meant smaller wins, but it still meant a win. And then come into the second half of the year, bugs are all squashed, you know, less than 100 um, and still maintained to date. Now it's time to ramp up development. And we spent a lot of time scoping. So the second half of this year was really aimed at the activity feed. Uh, which is the core part of any social network. And so we've spent a huge amount of time this year on the activity feed and some additional pain points in between. Group subscriptions was one of them there. Um, that came aside of a new pain point customers wanted. We worked to address that. So going into the start of next year, um, again, if we think about strategically this year, we did bugs. One of the things strategically I want us to focus on is that scalability and performance. Now, I know that doesn't seem fun for a lot of people but it is so important to users that your performance is fast that you're not having to pay excess charges on hosting and going up tiers because we're inefficient with our code and more importantly we want to be able to scale buddy boss so even more users with minimal requirements so we're going to be spending you know the first two to three months of the year primarily focused on a lot of library updates a lot of um, optimizations re-reviewing code bases um, and basically doing another kind of cleaning of in-house, especially if we consider this code is going back to 2019, um, you know, and before that. And of course, some of the code base is still from BuddyPress, which we have been um, kind of over time organically updating and changing our notifications is entirely new API for our end. Um, so the start of the year is primarily around strategically getting performance and scalability um, and paying a lot of attention to speed. At the moment, we're working on tasks that at least in our tests, we'll cut the activity feed. So that's the main social feed down by half, um, which will be huge. And so we're looking at a lot of this around performance. Our architects have kind of been told, hey, performance is top of mind right now. We're going to go through a lot of time on there. We still have reactions to add. And this has been the bane of, of Buddy Boss since it got mentioned a year ago. Um, or longer than that for a lot of customers. Reactions will be the next activity feature that we release, which again is almost an, a given for a lot of people with social networks. And then we're going to focus on, like I say, a lot more activity feed functionality, which primarily is all around um, performance side. So loading comments faster, being able to react to them. We have a big kind of overhaul of, of the way it looks. So in terms of just cleaning up the interface, you know, we did was 2.0, uh, a, two years ago in April now and that was a big update visually and we still have some more enhancements we want to add to that uh, along with notification digests so one of the perks of adding group notifications and group subscriptions and our new notifications is that our customers are experiencing more engagement than ever before we now introduce a new pain point customers are getting too many emails because they're getting too much engagement 
So the, the one of the big challenges we're working on at the moment is digesting notifications. This will be if you've received so many messages in a short period of time, rather than sending them immediately, bulk them together, send them a nice email. Um, take that one step further, then we can have you know a digest of your weekly activity for your customers or monthly activity for customers. Now, to do that, we're going to overhaul our entire email templates. Right now, they're still on the classic editor. We're going to blockify them uh, and move them into blocks. And then that'll give a lot more customization. And also, that helps solve the problem where one plugin will send emails and BuddyBoss will send emails. And both of them look very different from templates. And it's such an annoying thing to see, but very hard to resolve. This will help now kind of unify these templates all in one place. Um, so that's really the, the kind of the first quarter of the year of what we're working on. Uh, I'd hoped Notification Digest would be done this year. It's just not been the case. The more we unlock, the more problems we see, the more we go, you know what, it's better to to overhaul the existing functionality and do it properly than try to hack away at some kind of half solutions. Uh, then moving after that, we are looking at groups and, and forums will be the next one. You know, staying true to that social experience. We do have a couple of key projects that we're working on quietly aside, which I think is going to surprise and, and impress a lot of people. And then um, analytics, you know, I mentioned earlier on, data-driven decision-making uh, is so important for businesses. And one of the biggest things Buddy Boss suffers from right now is as a user, you don't have your analytics. You know, what's trending topic? What's your users doing? Who's the most engaging? What time mode it is? Um, Google Analytics is on WordPress, but it's not built into the product. So one of the things uh, we're working on with the team at the moment is uh, we've already done the, the research into uh, integrating Google Analytics, and we're looking at a few other alternative solutions for those who are, have GDPR concerns, is building analytics into the product at a much more detailed level. Um, again, think about the SaaS products, the analytics of levels they've got there. It's bringing that into BuddyBoss and letting customers understand what is happening in your business. Um, helps as a brilliant understanding of the return on investment in community, but also helps you understand when's the best time to post, what's common conversations, uh, who's your most active user, what's your most active group. And so all of this will be very key. Um, next year, there's a, a heavy drive from from my side through to BuddyBoss of making more functionality for the business owner themselves to be more successful. All the activity feed stuff, which is nice to have, is for your user, but it's not for our customer, right? So it's really good for you on the social network, but it may not help you as the business. We want to focus a lot more next year on what can help you make more benefits as a business, uh, which includes AI tools, right? It includes schedule posting, for example, it includes analytics. All the functionality that helps you as a business have more success and have more knowledge about how BuddyBoss is helping you. First off, I just want to thank you because that was a super complete power-packed answer. Um, and I just want to go back to, you were talking about the notifications and how that can be a bit much, but I don't want to lose sight on the fact like I'm a, I'm a LinkedIn power user. I'm on LinkedIn a ton and I get so many stinking notifications and digests and stuff from, so it's, it's not a buddy boss problem. It's a, no, problem. absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, sure. it's, it, it's a thing. So yeah, if you could digest that down, that would be a really good, I mean, awesome feature. You know, when you consider the ubiquitous nature of what social's growing to become over time. So I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, the cool oh. thing, just to say the cool thing we're doing about it. 
obviously with Buddy Boss and the way it works is a friendship request is one type of notification. Uh, messages are different. An activity post is different. Forums are different. So that's the problem is all of these are four or five. I think we've got something like 20 or different email templates. So that means if you get a message from someone and then you get a forum message when it tags you, they're two totally different emails. And this is where the complexity comes in. How do we digest into one? And then how do we make that template editable by, by the admin? And then you think about the user experience. Okay, or let the site admin decide if you're going to enable it and what you're going to enable, but then let the users defi- define, okay, I do want these digested. I don't want these digested, or I want it once a day, once a week, you know, given the choice. And we always try to balance that, given the choice between the site owner and the end user to make sure that you get a, a good, happy medium result there. Yeah. And I think about the folks that integrate with LMSs or other types of dynamic tools, because an LMS has a series of notifications and engagements, right? And then the WordPress platform itself has a series of notifications that go out for different things. And so all of that coming from the same root URL could be a little overwhelming to the standard user that's at home. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you just end up in the spam box after a while and nobody cares. So yeah, I can definitely see what you're talking about with the notification stuff. Yeah. And if anyone is listening from the Buddy Boss group and and said, oh, you've introduced group subscriptions and now there's another problem. I get it. All right. I do get it. Honestly, we do want to resolve this, but it's not a quick, easy thing, right? It can't just like, oh, let's throttle them all, all as one. It doesn't work as simply as that. We have to get it right. We can't afford to risk sending something that's not right with this type because there's a lot of business impact and some people want more and some people want less. And so it's striking that balance and building uh, and as much as we always do build as much customization as possible so that every business owner has the flexibility to decide how they want to use that. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Jonathan, over to you. Yeah. Just a follow up question because you gave a, a very detailed answer there. Thanks, Graham. Um, it just occurred to me how, because how do you deal with the judgment call? Because this is, you know, just by the just by the scope of your reply, Graham, it's out. You know, you're dealing with a lot of stuff here. Uh, you know, um, and then you've got the question: How much functionality do you bring inside a Buddy Boss, and how much functionality do you leave to other partner plugins like Lift to LMS, like Learn Dash, like Tutor LMS, and like marketing automation, you know, we love Fluent, yeah. Fluent CRM, and we love their new booking plugin. You know, um, we just love that team, what they're yes. doing. Like me and WP Tonic, um, we just love them. Um, and but there must be this internal conversation with the mammoth that buddy boss has become how much do you rely on third parties and but if you try and bring everything in-house you become this walled garden you become something exactly. worse than mighty network you know uh, yeah um, so how do you deal with that discussion yeah so again i think it's the whole there is a world where sometimes we we step on people's feet but we do our very best to avoid it so, for example, um, prior to BuddyBoss having a moderation uh, tool as a component, there was a third-party plugin. The problem for that plugin is it didn't work with our app, so we had to build ours. And it also, we had other levels of complexity we wanted to incorporate in there. But for us, it's we want to work with the parties, right? Power of WordPress is the marketplace. The power of BuddyBoss is how open we are for development and integrations. 
So where possible, we try to just go, right, there are enough pain points and issues in our own product and enough that we can develop inside that that's only we've got control of, essentially. There's no need for us to roam around. Now, there are always customers that are saying to us, I wish you could do this and it'd save me you know, this fee or save me on having this. Or if you did it, you'd do a better integration that is in your core product. But ultimately, like the dream of Buddy Boss could be so big. Like you say, you know, even like Mites Networks, their courses are, are pretty poor. The events is not great. And so we're never performing well, anything before moving forward, right? I'm sorry to interrupt. That is the core problem of trying to become a Swiss army knife, isn't it? Yeah. You do a load of stuff, but none of it is that particularly well done. And, it, and then as you add more and more functionality, that problem gets worse and worse and worse, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm sure we will do stuff that maybe other people have done in the past, um, or maybe we've done it because either it was part of our future roadmap of what we're trying to do and achieve in the future, or maybe we're doing it because, you know, they've done one feature, we've got six. And so it's better for us just to do it all as one change. And and so uh, that's the point there. But where possible, we really want to work with these partners. And again, we have open dialogue with a lot of them. Much like you, I'm a huge fan of all the Fluent stuff. I've pretty much bought all their lifetime deals when, uh, as soon as they launched, immediately. Uh, Fluent support is another great. Well, it's not that. It's up. also it's the attitude of the owner, his team, yeah. the the exactly. way they respond to their groups, their Facebook groups. They engage. It's very impressive, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And and again, we take that to Tutor LMS. How engaging their group is, their community. You know, how engaged their developers, well, developers they're are. They're great people. Every, but they're great right. people. They're great people, Graham, but they don't well, compare to Lifter. Lifter, yeah. I, I, maybe I'm doing my shield for the new integration we've just got. But again, it's the same thing with Lifter. I mean, Lifter, Paid Membership Pro, another prime example, right? All of these developers that we have core integrations with, we've got core integrations for a reason. We've got good relationships. We think what they've done is fantastic. We know it's a, a credit to the WordPress world or, or what they offer. And so, again, the, 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 the pie is big enough. You don't have to eat each other and you don't have to become this all-in-one. Because like you say, you close off the garden um, for functionality. You tend to do everything average instead of excelling in, in that area. So, it's so how do you make that decision? Is, is there an official discussion in your company about there are certain areas that we will look at and we do, but there's certain bits that we won't delve into because we're gonna we're gonna end up being this swiss army knife is there a kind of framework where you will look at something or honestly we've never had to do it in in the two years that i've I've been at buddy was we've never needed to because we've known our lane is and we've known there's enough areas in our own tool to to worry about it i mean we've always whenever we look at stuff uh we always go oh there's a product that already does that we don't need to look at it um, and again, I've got a, having used the tool and still use the tool now, um, I have a slew of knowledge, but also, you know, we spoke about Jason earlier, our content marketer. He's a customer of Buddy Boss. Our product owner is Thomas. He's been a Buddy Boss customer. Our product manager at Buddy Boss, Mikey, he's been a customer and an agency developer of Buddy Boss, right? Having uh, a lot of newer members into Buddy Boss who are actually customers for many years has also given us the knowledge of the wider WordPress world of, there's already stuff out there. We don't need to recreate the wheel. Um, that said, though, I mean, if you look at our roadmap, all that stuff there is stuff that no one else is doing or no one else is, or it's like a one-off thing like someone's on for a client. All the activity features, 
I don't feel it should need a third party developer. We should be building it because we can wipe road to the wider public. But obviously, if you want to cut the queue and get ahead of it, then custom development's there for you. But there's a lot we can do in our own product before we start going too far away. No, I just thought I'd ask you because I think it's the interesting bit. It's the interesting element that other somebody like Buddy Boss being in WordPress doesn't face. It, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's interesting how you deal with that because you're not mighty network don't have that discussion. No, you know. Um, but it's a benefit. It's a drawback, but it's also a benefit because you've got that enormous system of other developers worldwide, which Mighty Network doesn't have, do they? Yeah. will never have. Exactly. Um, this typical, goes on to- typical SaaS, though, isn't it? It's that if you're a closed environment, um, you close your doors to development. If you're an open development like us, it can. it's a, a brilliant perk. Like I say, so many integrations that work so well. It's also a pain point. All right, some of the integrations that either slow down us because we want to roll a feature out but now have to legacy or maintain two versions of compatibility. And it's also, if, let's say, for example, when Lyftra add a new feature, if we're not aware of it, suddenly our integration's fallen behind or there's a style change that we're not aware of. Um, again, for me, the perks have always outweighed the cons. It's just one of those things that we always have to juggle whenever there's a new version out, making sure we're ahead of the, the curve much like when WordPress rolls a new version, right? Every time there's a WordPress beta, we need to test first because the last thing we want is our product to not work. And it's the same with all these integrations. For the most part, we try now to have third parties build the integration, not us, because then it puts the ball in their court to maintain it because it is primarily their integration with us. Uh, but for all the core ones like we've done with with Lifter uh, or LearnDash, um, again, it, it falls on us. It's another bit of a, an ownership and, and burden, and we just need to be conscious of those changes. But uh, all in all, it's a much nicer environment to work with this way. And I think yeah. customers get to benefit way more, right? Because our product team can only do so much unless you're going to grow the product team larger to manage a new feature, a new tool. So let's go on to AI. Um, I, I utilize AI a lot. Um, it's, um, I just, um, it's been very beneficial for me personally, Graham. Um, I've got a suite of AI. When it comes, I think to say we're in the early days of AI around e-learning would be an understatement, but I see enormous possibilities. At the present moment, Kajabi's been playing with, um, AI. They've got a free, service where just you're utilizing it to write content at wp tonic we offer bertha um i actually probably need to emphasize that more because we provide that as a free part of our hosting package um the ai integration um in wordpress is there bertha there's a couple others but it's not been fantastic what could job be done is doing looks interesting, but it isn't. It just helps you write content. You could there's third party tools that will help you much better to do that. Where I see the possibility, Graham, is with is obviously with learning, um at the present moment you've got the social element, you've got the course that Lifter, LMS, or Learn Dash deals. You've got the community element that Buddy Boss is so great at. You've got gamification. 
because we've got these different styles of learning. But I see AI offering the opportunity of being instructed that's almost there with you that by your response to watching a video, by doing a quiz, by your interaction with the larger group through BuddyBoss, actually sees your progress and then customizes how new material will be given to you. Is that, and I think that's coming and coming quicker than what most people think. Um, what do you, what's yeah. your own thoughts on this, Graham? Well, I, I couldn't agree more. We are such at the early stages. Um, we last year started building a list of how we could use AI and Buddy Ross. And I think that this is like 150 odd and every day someone will come and add some more. There's so much opportunity of AI, um, both on, on how you run it, how you use it on the front end, as well as how you use it as a business for, for Mandarin. Uh, I think you're right around the, from the LMS instructor side, having AI help personalize a learning journey is going to be vital. Having the AI understand what you're, what you're very experienced at and what you're, what you're struggling in and having it personalize that content to help you, you know, excel in those areas and give you more knowledge in areas you're tr- struggling with. Um, it's just, again, it's just one small avenue that we could use AI for, you know, the, all of the from course materials, which we've seen a lot of and that big drive, you know, we've seen the big rise of eBooks recently with chat GPT writing books for people on the Amazon stores, but the amount of courses that now let you add, um, AI driven content on there. I think that's a bit of a, a gimmick or a, a very early way of into AI. I think there's going to be so much more coming in the future. Um, we're using AI quite a lot, uh, buddy boss one, our support team, especially those who, uh, are not native English, having AI help them from speaking perspective. Uh, if you watch any of our tutorials recently, they're all using AI voice. My voice is all AI driven. No one else has actually caught this or said it yet. So exclusive here. Is someone... it you, oh, you really you having this discussion with us, Graham? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That. Well, funny you should say that I was actually testing a, a tool recently but I gave a recording and then it took my mouth, took it out and started speaking for me, uh, which you can then put as a... There's a lot of people would like that to happen with me, Graham. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's an incredible, amazing field. And we've got a friend who's also um, starting a business in AI as well. And uh, a friend of Buddy Boss's was talking and, and throwing us at some of the latest stuff he's seeing. Um, but taking that to Buddy Boss, obviously we're not doing any AI right now. and it is an area we're very conscious about. We're also aware that if you jump in too soon, like just think of what happened with OpenAI just a few weeks ago, all of those companies that lived off ChatGPT could have been closed down the next day if they didn't get that sorted uh, with um, Sam Oldman walking yeah. away and, and Microsoft and all of this. So it's going to be really, uh, really crazy to see, but there's so much opportunity. So again, um, you know, Buddy Boss, primarily the where I see AI, at least from a starting point, is using it to help businesses make better decision making, getting insights into community. Uh, again, great, I've got these analytics. What do I do with them? Right? What can the AI help suggest and interpret? You know, not just the days worth of data, but weeks, months, years. Talk about trends. Talk about what's working, what's not working. Start helping you refine what's coming. Of course, content creation to help find that stuff that's trending. On the front end for your users, if they're let's say let's say we've got Lifter LMS and we've got Buddy Boss, right? And so we've got a group in Buddy Boss where all your students are talking. It's associated to that course. 
Now, someone asks a question. AI goes, yep. Someone's asked this question. They're in the course. I know all the course material and the answer was there. I'm now going to post it as a reply to them, suggesting the reply to them straight away, right? Having AI understand the question intent and suggesting answers, knowing what else is on your site. Obviously, with restrictions in place to make sure we don't start leaking other source material. Um, custom news feeds, looking at the sentiment of a question and maybe flagging it if it's a negative for moderation. You know, looking at what is someone asked before and, and let's start tailoring the content based on what they're asking or, or suggesting maybe you need to add it in this group or maybe you should do it here. Of course, we've got the whole friendship circles, you know, recommending friends in the area or people that you know or topics on trend. Um, so there's going to be a lot of data-driven AI in BuddyBoss. I think that's, again, if we talk about how BuddyBoss is trying to help give the business owner of BuddyBoss more knowledge and more useful tools, that's going to be huge for us. That's fantastic. From the user side, it's how do we make things more engaging by using AI? Um, Sticking away from some of the more crazy ideas, you know, AI voices, AI chatbots for now, just because, again, it's sticking to the core of of what we know. But there's so much opportunity in the future. And I I will say I'm super excited to see uh, what happens over the coming years because we are the really this first generation that's going to get to see AI so mainstream. Right. I'm going to throw the next two fun questions over to Kurt. So, Kurt, you do the the next two questions, and then I'll wrap up the show. So, over to you, Kurt. All right on, right on. Um, The next question, Graham, really just deals with, you know, helping folks at home and that listen to the podcast figure out, you know, how do the geniuses out there make things happen? Like, what are some tools and, uh, you know, maybe some services that you use in your daily course of business? to make things happen and stay organized. Is this across the board or AI specifically? No, I'm, I'm across the board kind of guy. Like for instance, I'm a remarkable two tablet user. Like I, I oh, a tablet now. We need to talk after this show. Cause I keep looking black Friday was teasing me for a long time and I decided not to, I'm like, do I get a tablet? Do I need, it looks incredible. Um, so, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm obviously, we're, we're a software development company, right? So our go-to is everyday Jira for software development, right? GitHub is where we do it. Most of us are using Google Drive. Our roadmap is product boards, right? This is an, the core of, of, of what we're doing. Slack is our communication of choice. Um, again, being an IT administrator in the past, I would have typically set up with most Microsoft products alternatives. Uh, but since we are, are Google orientated and again, fully remote and everything in the cloud, that's really most of our go-to. Um, I mean, personally, I try to keep it really basic. Um, obviously, ChatGPT is now permanently tabbed on the dashboard there for a go-to um, uh, for us for, for a lot of things now in terms of just helping get things out. Um, but honestly, my day is so much nowadays on meeting with different teams and establishing what's happening with the roadmap and planning strategically. I'm fortunate that I've been able to keep away from a lot of maybe some of the, the newer tech on there. Uh, so it's it's probably a little bit boring for me on, on this case, to be honest. I'm just looking through, through, looking through my feed now of, of what we're doing, you know, Figma. It's, it's kind of the normal stuff that most people use. Um, yeah, I just Spark. If, you use, if you're a Mac user, Spark for emails, incredible with their AI integration to cutting down the amount of clutter you get. Um, as you can imagine, uh, I get a lot of, hey, you're a managing director, come and recruit, come and do this, come and do that. And it's like, oh, you've cut the noise down tremendously uh, for Spark. 
Nice. Nice. The next question, and this is usually Jonathan's question, so I'm kind of thrilled that he let me have it. Um, and and you, I'm sure you know what the TARDIS is. Yes? Don't yes, of course. Of course. Okay. Well, I'm just making sure. Just making sure. <laughs> so it feels weird to be asking you this one, but um, if you had your own TARDIS and you go back in time to the beginning of your career, what magical piece of advice would you give yourself? So, um, so this is interesting. Part of me wants to take me back to when I launched my own buddy press, buddy boss community, and told myself to pull the trigger sooner. Because like I say, as I see that happening time and time again with customers, I'm like, I, I, I myself may have been in a different place if I pull the trigger sooner. Um, for those who are not work, watching on camera, uh, I have this um, award on, on my shelf. And that is, you know, a, a worldwide vote in my industry for best online community. And I would just wish I'd pull the trigger sooner on there. That's pretty much the my, if I had to go back to the time, it would have been when I did my business on there, um, launch sooner, push far, push harder and focus on not trying to get things right. Cause it took me a good year before I launched. Uh, and again, working, doing a side little project on the side there, I would say kind of pulling the trigger sooner on that one. And again, just focusing on offering more value than getting stuck behind shiny object syndrome. You know, it's cool with all the bells and whistles, but start with just providing value and, and launching sooner would be my one too on there. Beyond that, though, I'll be honest, two years ago, I was in IT or nearly three years ago, I was in IT. And, and now I'm, I'm here at Buddy Boss and it couldn't have been more than a, a sweet journey and a, a wild of experience. So honestly, I couldn't change anything now. Uh, I, I couldn't have been happier working here. And, and again, changing lives, you know, it's such a strong part to me. In my previous job in IT, it was about changing lives in, in the industry, in the food industry and making people have healthy, healthier decision making and stuff. Um, so here it, it's changing lives for the better and helping our customers help their customers' lives, right? And I think we've done a tremendous job and the success stories I read, there's that, that, that warmthness of this is a good product that's changing people for the better. So I wouldn't want to change too much because if that timeline changed, unless I was that person running the business, I guess, changing the abs. Sweet. Jonathan, wrap it up. Oh, thanks, Kurt. Um, it's been a fantastic discussion, Graham. Hopefully sometime later on in the new year, you'll come back. I think we've covered a lot of really interesting topics. What's the best way to find out more about you personally, Graham, what you're up to and find out more about Buddy Boss? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you both for having me on. It's been a, a lovely show and I'd love to come back on again and talk more and definitely talk about that remarkable too. Um, for me, you can obviously head along to buddyboss.com to learn more about Buddy Boss. I'm there most days on weekly updates, newsletters, everything's coming from me now. But is it uh, you, Graham? Yeah, this one is me. Yeah, well, with right. some handy copywriting skills and 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 uh, an amazing, credible team around me. But it is me. Everything goes through, and I, I see it all. Um, I, I get to to juggle that side. But if not, of course, um, I like a lot of people. My social network is pretty much open for for anyone. So you could add me on Facebook, add me on LinkedIn, or just reach out to me at Graham at BuddyBoss dot com. Um, uh, again, I'm, I'm there's no 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 hiding behind hidden profiles here. You can just add me at any time. Love to have conversations um, around community building, memberships, or anything Buddy Boss. And what's the best way for people to learn more about you, Kurt? Uh, LinkedIn is my social of choice. I'm also on X. 
So uh, LinkedIn is Kurt Von Onnen. I'm the only Kurt Von Onnen on LinkedIn. So when you find me, you know you got the right one. And, uh, and then the name of my company is Manana Nomas. And I also have a podcast by the same name. Yeah, she listened to the po- his podcast. It's fantastic. Um, we're going to have an end of year show, me and Kurt, next week, where we'll be discussing our best interviews and the best plugins and services. The champions of 2023 should be a great discussion. Um, this has been fab. I really enjoyed it. And um, we will be back next week, folks. See you soon. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Why not visit the Mastermind Facebook group? And also to keep up with the latest news, click wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.